Let's go, Big Daddy. Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. Woke up this morning. It's sunny. Gotta check on my stocks. Gotta make me some money. I went into my app that's sitting on my phone. Got a lot of time because I'm stuck here at home. Buy, sell. What the hell? Because come four o'clock, I'm going to hear the bell. Gotta make me some paper so I can feel good. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. I got the money. I got those pesos. I got those pesos right here. IPOs, dividends, and options. Get rid of that stock, man. It's flopping. Roll over Roth, 401k. Get ready to invest. Make some money today. Trade, close. Make a deal. What stock looks good? Let's spin the wheel. More money, more money, more money. Let's get this going. This is going to be good. Yeah. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. Show me the money. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. I'ma just keep getting paid. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. Here we go. Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. Show me the money. More money, more money, more money. I'ma just keep getting paid. Yeah, let's get it going. Let's get it going. And the market is now open. Welcome back to the BST. Big Daddy in the house. Marty Allen, I'm your host. Uh, after a uh, little trip to the uh, doctor last week, I'm fine. At least that's what they tell me. That's always good news. They had an opening last week. And I got the uh, the automated call from the Cleveland Clinic saying that I could come in at 8 o'clock last Wednesday. So I missed pickleball. And you know how it is when you get older, when you get my age. I just turned 60 years old last month. And uh, one of these things that when you get 60, I don't want to go because I had scheduled a appointment around uh, Thanksgiving. But if I can go now and get it out of the way, I don't want bad news around Thanksgiving and the holidays. So I, w- I took it, you know, and went to have my appointment last week. And then I had to, and then uh, come Monday, I'm finally back to work down at the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers uh, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Now, it's just one day a week, but that's okay. Cavs HQ starts back up on Monday. So now Mondays will be, uh, I'll be going down to work uh, for one day a week. And I'm kind of I'm happy about that because I, I need to get back to work. I need, you know, well, I say I need to get back to work. I mean, if I was a millionaire or I was set for life financially, I would have no problem living the rest of my days like I've been living since March. <laughs> it's been just fantastic. Okay, I always wondered what it was like to not have nothing to do. The last time I had this much time on my hand was when I got let go from uh, iHeartMedia, which was Clear Channel back then in 2009, uh, working and producing the Mike Trevisano show. And I uh, was let go back in, uh, uh, I don't even know what the date was, April 27, 2009. And uh, uh, I was off until 
April of 2010 when Dave Dombrowski, my esteemed uh, director of broadcast services, called me and said that uh, uh, they needed somebody to back up uh, Scott Zerilla, the producer. And, of course, at that time, uh, John Chicksaw or uh, I forget, uh, Joe Madigan, John Chicksaw had, uh, re- had resigned to work for the uh, federal government uh, full time. Anyway. So I had a lot of time then. I had about a year then, and I was climbing the walls because I was 49 years old, and I just couldn't see myself at Walmart as a greeter, or <laughs> or at the uh, at the at the window saying, "Would you like those supersized fries and uh, the the extra large pop?" I just couldn't see myself doing it after being in the business at that time for 27 years. Anyway, so I've had a lot of time, but I'm finally going back to work, and I'm very excited about that. At least it's uh, one day a week. Because now, I think since the last time I've been on, uh, Adam Silver, the uh, NBA commissioner, has come out and said we probably won't start playing basketball for next season until uh, January of 2021. So, that'll be that. Speaking of going back to work, the stimulus update, here's the latest that, uh, from what I understand it to be. Uh, Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats have came up with a $2.2 trillion bill. Uh, Heroes Act 2 revised or whatever they called it and it's supposed to call again for the $1,200 a week uh, I'm, I'm sorry $1,200 stimulus check second round sent out to Americans $500 uh, for every uh, dependent that you have after that and the most important part is and I'm hoping it'll pass but don't know if it will they are back to saying they want 600 bucks for uh, extended government unemployment benefits. Now, that's the part I'm very excited with because, like I said, I'm probably not going to go back and get enough hours in a week until the next NBA uh, season starts. And so uh, I'm counting on unemployment and, and uh, that kind of thing. But who knows if the uh, Republicans are going to uh, agree to this particular package. Of course, Donald Trump, all the rumors are that Donald Trump, will because he wants to be president, I'm not going to get into the debate. I didn't watch. I'm not a big political person. And if I ain't seen what I need to see by now between Trump and Biden to know which way I want to go, I didn't want to see that. And then, of course, the end, don't get me, because Dombrowski always says, yes, yeah, a financial show, but you start talking sports. I won't say anything about the Indians game. I'm going to leave that all up to you guys and the sports talk shows. But the president is saying that he, uh, from all the uh, reports are, a lot of the reports are that the president is going to do executive orders again and send out checks to people anyway because they say he wants to get votes. And it's important to him to get that stimulus pack, that second stimulus check out to Americans before the November 3rd election. And he's sending out $200 uh, uh, medical gift cards for people to help with their pharmacy bills, uh, medications, and things like that. So that is the latest on that. Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, I love him, says every household in America should receive a $1,000 stimulus check every two weeks for the next two months. Now, I just, now tomorrow is October 1st. I just said, uh, I like that idea. <laughs> I'm all for that, Mark. I'm right behind you, brother. No problem. Uh, don't forget, coming up at 1230, uh, Bart Slack is back again with uh, uh, our finan- financial analyst. I want to ask him about ETFs because uh, Jeff Tanchek, who is also a regular contributor to the show, semi-regular, uh, bi-weekly, uh, has talked me and Bart. Uh, remember the last show I had two weeks ago, I was telling you guys about ETFs and I finally gave up on, I finally divorced Tesla, at least for now. 
once because I haven't been on since Battery Day. Battery Day was two weeks ago yesterday. And they came out and poo-pooed and said, yeah, we got some uh, a new battery technology coming, but it ain't going to probably happen until 2022. And, of course, the next day, all the stocks went crazy. Downward for Tesla. And I stayed in until then. And once I saw that they said uh, nothing's happening, we, we made some more money in, in, you know, in the last quarter, but the fiscal quarter, but we're not coming out with a new battery until probably 2022. I said, okay, nah, that's it for me. So I got out of Tesla. I took my winnings. I was happy. Uh, Tesla took six months of me paying off my condo, so I'm happy with that. I will revisit Tesla at some point later in the show. I'll tell you, by, I'll tell you why uh, I may revisit them because uh, I'm just I'm a Texa I'm Texa I'm a Tesla aholic a Tesla aholic I love Tesla because they do a lot of other things except just electric cars and again I'll get into that later in the show uh, Snowflake and Unity were the two big dogs coming out uh, with IPOs the last time I was on and I am now a uh, Unity person remember I never tell you what stocks to buy or advise you on what stocks or ETFs or anything else to buy. I only tell you what stocks look interesting and attractive and sometimes delicious to me. And once I saw Snowflake and Unity, I said, ooh, I got to get in on these. But of course I knew I was not going to get in at the initial uh, IPO public offering. Snowflake came out and I wanted to buy it so bad. It is the cloud computing company, the one that uh, all the big dogs use. Amazon, Google, Apple, uh, all the big dogs are all use uh, store their cloud content with Snowflake. Okay, Snow on the stock symbol. Snow is the stock symbol on the stock market. Jeff Tanchek talked me down. He said, uh, "Wait, wait for the, the you know, wait for the, the for it to clear, and uh, the suckers buy it at you know two hundred eighty dollars a share because it, it, they wanted to get between one hundred and one hundred and twenty. But quickly, by 11 o'clock, it was already up to 240. And then uh, by, I think by noon, it was already over, uh, or by one, somewhere in there, it was already over uh, 275, 280 bucks. I said, I'm not paying that. I'm not doing that. I'm not paying that kind of money. So I waited and it came back down to 229, I believe, last week. I still didn't buy. I did buy Unity. I like the price. Unity was initially $52 a share that they wanted to get there between $48 and $52. I jumped in, I believe, at $66, and it's now $90 something. So I'm doing okay there. I'm not making the Tesla money uh, because that's a, that's a once in a lifetime thing for me. Okay. I got in at the right time. I made my money. I was aggressive. I had to be. Even though Jeff Tanchek, who was the uh, meteorologist, of course, over at 19 Action News, also a, uh, a futures trader and a regular contributor and fan of the show, uh, they've all told me, get away, Marty, just get, get away from that Tesla. Just stop. Don't, don't go there. But I couldn't help it. I was making boo-coo mad money with Tesla, and that's what I needed. I needed to be aggressive to move up the time frame for selling off my condo, uh, selling off, buying the condo. All right, from Vinny the Ballwhacker and Dominic Ruggiero from the Eastland Inn. So I had to be aggressive there. I'm 60. I can't wait like you rich, you rich dogs. I won't say any particular color, but, but you rich white people. I, I couldn't wait any longer. I, I, I lost 10 years of my, uh, my retirement once I got let go from 
iHeart in 2009. I owed the government for 10 years. I owed the state for 10 years, month after month after month for 10 freaking years. So I was behind the eight ball with my fidelity. I didn't really start doing anything until 2018 when I started up again. But because of Tesla, because of Apple, and because of Amazon, I was able to recoup and get right back up there on that horse. I'm very happy with the returns I got on all three of those. Uh, but now it's time for me to divorce Tesla for a little while until uh, Battery Day maybe happens again or this IPO that's coming out for Space Link that uh, Elon Musk, come on, Muskie, uh, is talking about once they once Space Starlink gets profitable. I'll tell you about that later as well. So uh, no snowflake for me yet. I do plan on getting into snowflake at some point, but I want it when it gets down again below I, I need the stock market to tank when i'm not in it <laughs> i know it's selfish what do you want from me <laughs> but when it when, when snowflake gets below 200 i think it's right now i don't know around 230 ish somewhere in there i forget 250 i forget but when it gets down to about 175 or lower that's when i will consider jumping back in and getting some snowflake Right now, I like Unity Software. Of course, Unity Software is the gaming company. I'm sorry, the gaming, it is a software company that makes the engine, the engine of a lot of the top games out there that people play. So no matter what game is popular, a lot of these, a lot of the engines are made by Unity Software, and they are now the competitor to Epic Games, Activision, that kind of thing. And so I like that. Uh, if you notice what I noticed, people like the sexy stock. They like the they like the new hot girl, the new hot young girl with the big boobs and the blonde hair. But that was Unity Software and also Snowflake. But of course, like I said, I couldn't get into Snowflake at the price I wanted to get in on. So I'm not worried about that. But I got some Unity Software and I'm happy about that. Nvidia. I've been telling you guys for forever that Nvidia was gonna was the front was the big dog, the front runner to buy Arm Holdings. Well, it looks like it has finally happened. Uh, they purchased Arm Holdings from SoftBank for forty billion dollars. Forty. I throw these numbers around like they're nothing. Forty billion dollars. But I'm starting to learn. I'm starting to be educated in the stock market, like when CGC. Uh, Canopy Growth Corp, when they fired their CEO and they brought over a new CEO from the uh, bigger company, which is Constellation Brands, which makes Modelo and Corona uh, beer, I jumped right in and bought more shares of CGC. And then the earnings report came out the next day and they, and they said, well, we're still losing tons of money. I'm educating myself now. Normally, the old Marty, the virgin Marty in the stock market would have went out and bought NVIDIA stock like crazy the day after they announced that they have now finally purchased Arm Holdings. Of course, Arm Holdings is the semiconductors. You can find them. You can pretty much find Arm Holding chips in almost every smartphone, including iPhone. Droid phones, iOS phones, Arm Holdings has a chip in there. So they got a really a, a, a big thing on the market. And then, of course, there's risk I keep wanting to say risk V because it is R I S C hyphen V, but it's risk five. The V stands for five risk five and they are coming. They're going to be the biggest competitor to arm holdings. And that's why supposedly SoftBank went ahead and sold them off. SoftBank bought arm holdings in, I believe 2015, 2016 for $32 billion. So now 
SoftBank, but SoftBank also sees Risk Five coming, the competitor to Arm Holdings. But Nvidia says we don't care. What we do is, of course, Nvidia. Almost every computer, or a lot of the computers, uh, have AMD uh, video capture cards. But they also have Nvidia is the number one uh, video capture card for gaming again, and and uh, the like. But they also have chips in your computer uh, for the processors or for the uh, ARM that holds the processor. So ARM makes the, 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 uh, the part that holds the processor. NVIDIA actually makes the processor. And all these other companies, like uh, Intel and Qualcomm and, and uh, all these other companies, they, they have to buy licenses from ARM holdings. So you see why they're so attractive to NVIDIA. The, the finally, but the marriage ain't going to happen until next year. So now, when the marriage is getting closer and the nuptials, that's when I'll go ahead and buy, buy, buy of more NVIDIA. Uh, now, Oracle and Walmart, I've been telling you about TikTok. Oracle and Walmart are the ones who landed TikTok. Now, TikTok, of course, is the, is the one that President Trump said as of Sunday, three days ago, would, would be banned from being sold in the United States. Well, hold on. A judge comes in and blocks that. So it did not happen. As of right now, you can still buy Fortnite from Epic Games because they are part of because they are partly owned by Tencent. Tencent has a lot of shares of holdings in in uh, Fortnite, in the game Fortnite. And of course, Apple and Google, who uh, Apple's already been sued by Epic Games because Apple took the game down. So you can't go to the Apple Pay site and buy the game or upgrade the game. And you can't go to Google Play and buy the game or upgrade the game. But apparently a judge has blocked it now and said, no, 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 Mr. President, you cannot do that. And so therefore, as of today, uh, they have not banned TikTok because TikTok and WeChat and Tencent and, uh, are all in bed together. I think there's some Alibaba in there as well. They're all in bed together over in China, and the president has a bug up his rear end about. Uh, apparently, from what I understand, if you, buy, if you buy a game that originated in China, even though you buy it here on Google Play and Apple Pay, you have to turn over your data or something like that to the Chinese government. And the president don't like that. You know about all the spies and that kind of thing. So therefore, that's why the ban happened is because of a controversial thing that if you buy that game or any Chinese game, you have to divulge your data or turn over your data. And the president doesn't like that. So therefore, that's why that happened. The airline industry, as of, from what everything I hear, the airline industry is going to take a big hit financially if they don't get a new deal to not shut down the government. Today is the day because it was by October 1st, if they didn't have a deal to help bail out the airline industry, they were going to start laying off tons of people. 
And that's really, really bad because airlines, of course, is the way that everybody gets around right now to get to where they need to go, business meetings and everything else. But of course, a lot of people are not flying. And so the airline industry has been taking a huge, huge hit. And they're supposedly trying to get a deal, the Democrats and the Republicans trying to get a deal to not let the government shut down. Because if that happens, then the airline industry is supposedly in really, really bad shape. So the airline industry is hoping to be bailed out. I'm checking uh, my man Jimmy Mahalik on uh, uh, YouTube, who I always follow, to get my stimulus news and uh, everything else going on with the unemployment extensions and that kind of things. And I'm, I'm really, really hoping to get that worked out because that's the last thing we need is to have more downturn. Speaking of downturn, Disney. It's going to lay off 28,000 workers as the coronavirus crushes theme parks. And that's huge. A lot of people are not going to the theme parks. And so now Disney is suffering. I know my main man, Bill Bender, had bought some Disney. I hope he's doing okay. If not, I hope he got out. <laughs> and uh, finally, about uh, closings, this one hit me big. I believe this happened right right after my supposed show two weeks ago that I did not have, but it's been somewhere in the last two weeks, the IX Center. Now, for a lot of you people who don't live in town, the IX Center is huge. It is a massive structure out uh, by the airport, Hopkins Airport. And it held all of the main shows that would come into town. The auto show, the boating show, the flower show, the RV show. The auto show was the biggest one, brought in huge amounts of business to that area, not to mention the parking. Well, since the pandemic, the IX Center has not been able to hold events because you can't have large gatherings of people. So they've been just losing tons of money. They finally came out uh, to the dismay of uh, President Frank Jackson and all the other city council officials in downtown Cleveland and said that they're going to shut down and they have now shut down. Now they got contracts with people from the auto show because I believe the IX center leases that from the city of Cleveland years ago, they were going to tear it down and make an extra runway. And then they figured they didn't need it. And then they said, wait a minute, this IX center, man, we could do some big things with this. This place is massive. So that one shocked the hell out of me. Hey, let me tell you about a new show coming up because only because you guys have bugged the crap out of me every week in my private messenger. Every week, Marty, where's Chrissy? Where's Chrissy coming back? Marty, where's Carlita? Where's Carlita coming back? Well, let me tell you something. As of next Wednesday, 8 p.m., we will debut the new pilot show, Let's Chat with Chrissy and Carlita. Both ladies are gorgeous. Obviously, you can see that. Both ladies are single. Both ladies are entrepreneurs. And they're going to talk about girl stuff and stuff that men should know. Men who think that they have a chance to get a girl like Chrissy on the left and Carlita on the right. They're going to tell you the things that you should do and the things that you should not do. Like Chrissy says, not saying to me, bow down to your king. <laughs> I can't believe they think that would work. But anyway, that's next Wednesday, 8 p.m., right here on the Rogue Radio Network. We're going to debut Let's Chat 
with Chrissy and Carlita. They will take your phone calls. You can call and ask them dating questions. Now, please, they're gorgeous, but be respectful, okay? Because I'm going to be one screening the calls, and I hang up on your ass. So, <laughs> so do that. Next, next Wednesday, Christian, let's chat with Christian Carlita right here on the Rogue Radio Network. We're going to try it out next Wednesday night at 8 p.m., at least till basketball season <laughs> starts up again. And uh, they will take your phone calls, and, and hopefully they will have a lot of fun and entertain you guys and take your questions as well. All right. A lot of people ask me about my relationship with God. I get asked the question all the time, do you go to church? And I say, well, I did. I grew up in the church. I was an usher, Grace Missionary Baptist Church. And before that, my great, my grandmother was a minister. And we used to go to her house on Milverton Avenue in Shaker Heights and have church every week. And uh, Bishop Beulah fan. And she, uh, her daughter, Lovey May made the best freaking cinnamon brown cake. And that was the best part. At the end, we get the brown cake. You know, some people go and they walk up to the 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 the, uh, the, uh, the minister and he says, body of Christ. And he gives you a piece of cracker and a glass of wine. Well, we got the little, we had the little brown cake that my aunt made. It was delicious. But anyway. But I don't go to church anymore because I just don't have the time. And, I'm, and I mean it honestly, but I have a strong relationship with, with God. And I can talk to him anywhere, and I, have a, and I have a strong faith in God. Well, my buddy Rick Maruniak, who plays pickleball with me, retired police sergeant for the Cleveland Police Department, he has the same faith and the same type of relationship with his God. And he talks about how God helped him solve a lot of the cases when he was on the beat working all those years uh, for the Cleveland Police Department. And he has, and so he wrote a new book about it called uh, God Doesn't Need a Badge. God Doesn't Need a Badge. It's available right now on Amazon and uh, Barnes & Noble, all the major booksellers. And you can, there's a link to it on my uh, homepage at rogueradionetwork.com. Rogueradionetwork.com. That's R-O-G-U-E, radionetwork.com. Get the book, God Doesn't Need a Badge by Rick Maruniak. My plan and because at some point I'm going to talk about it, but I have not read it. I'm being honest with you because, again, I've been so busy. Uh, this show takes a lot out of me. Now I'm developing another show with Chrissy and Carlita. But my best buddy, another retired policeman, uh, Wilson Warner, out in, Mer- in uh, Money Earning, Mount Vernon, I call it, down south here, uh, south here at 71. Uh, they just bought a new house because Wilson's rich and he's retired. <laughs> So they just bought a new house so that he doesn't have to start going up the stairs because he's getting up in age. So they bought a one-level house, a really beautiful house from, from a doctor friend, and when they, they just said that they're moving their stuff in now. So hopefully within the next month, I'm going to go on my yearly retreat and go there and rest and relax and read Rick Maruniak's book, God Doesn't Need a Badge. All right, real quick before Bart Slack comes up in just a few minutes, I was watching, and Chrissy told me about this. Chrissy told me, she calls me one day because we were talking about this new show, Let's Chat with Chrissy and Carlita, and she said, oh, my God, Marty, did you see The Social Dilemma on Netflix? I go, no, I did not. She goes, oh, my God, I'm I'm almost scared to to turn on my phone now and be on my phone. And she starts talking about it, which heightened my interest because I am a big social media person, but I do it more for promoting this show and this network than I do for just babbling and talking. But I'm also your live Cleveland Browns 
social media announcer. And a lot of you know me from that. Uh, it has become very popular. I, uh, during Brown ga Browns games, I commentate uh, on Facebook. And uh, it has become uh, very popular. And so I do that. But I don't do much else on social media other than I, I've never, I don't think I've ever been on Instagram. I have an account on there, but I don't do anything because I'm not, I'm not into that. I'm not in the, the you know, showing, dancing and stuff. I just don't have the time for that nonsense. But, uh, of course, there's TikTok and everybody's been trying to educate me. Uh, my buddy David Hafner, his son was trying to educate me on, uh, on TikTok. And I guess it's uh, short videos and stuff like that. Anyway, listen, you young people, you have at it. But they were on this social dilemma. They were talking about they had a lot of the developers and a lot of vice presidents and a lot of uh, top marketing people from Facebook and Twitter and, and WeChat and Tinder and uh, 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 all these other uh, social networking platforms that are making a killing, making money. And they talk about how they are brainwashing the world. How they know they have algorithms who every time you, because I, I can tell you this, I go to Amazon. I'm an Amazonaholic. I order everything because I hate going into the department stores. I despise it, to be honest with you. I can't stand it. A lot of times when you go in there, the people who work there, they don't want to be there. So you know, they're a little snippy with you. So I order everything online. I get a better price. I get it delivered free to my door, even if I buy a big-ass 60-inch TV. Like I have here on the wall, they deliver it right to my door. I open my door. I drag the son of a bitch in. I'm good to go. So I like Amazon. But they're talking about, but then I'll go to Facebook afterwards to, to uh, promote something or whatever. And what do I see on my screen scrolling across? There's the whatever I just looked at on Amazon 10 minutes ago. And I'm going, wait a minute. I was just looking at this on Amazon. But that's what they do. They know that the type of videos that you watch. And they keep on feeding them to you because they have these algorithms. And they said they were talking about how they know so much about you that you can't even imagine all the information that Google and Yahoo and Facebook and Twitter and WeChat and Instagram and TikTok and all these other platforms. It is all about advertising dollars, as you can see. They put on there. Now, Facebook has, uh, as Pete Franklin would say, has PO'd me off. When I started doing my show, and it was for the first maybe six shows, my numbers were, you know, 1,500 to 2,500 people watching the show every week, reaching about 8,000 to 10,000 people every week. But what they did was they kept saying to me, boost your post, $10, boost your post, boost your post. Well, I'm not one of these kind of guys. I don't have that kind of ego. Well, I need to see huge numbers on my show. I do the show because I love the show. And that's the only reason. So I did not ever boost a post to get fake numbers. Well, guess what? After the six weeks of them saying, boost your post, boost your post, and me not doing it, next thing you know, they say I got 68 people watching every week. <laughs> and I'm only, I'm only reaching 250 people. Where it used to be between 1,500 and 2,500 every week and, and reaching 8,000 to 10,000 people. But then when I didn't pay the extra 10 bucks to boost the post, 
all of a sudden the algorithm changed me. All of a sudden, either I'm not uh, accessible to everybody or which is why I started promoting more RogueRadioNetwork.com so you can go and make sure you get my show, whether it's video or audio with the apps and everything else. But I won't do that. So now they're beating on me. Hold on a second. Is that my man Bart Slack? Yes, indeed. Okay, be with you in one second. So so therefore, I'm not going to boost my post. I'm not going to use fake numbers to try to make myself look good. I'm going to make the show look good. I do this show because I'm excited about stock markets. And that's just the way it is. All right, let me go to my main man, Bart Slack. Like I said, we were both off last week because I had a doctor's appointment. Doctor says I'm okay. And then I had to go down uh, to the arena and do some uh, some uh, retraining because Cavs HQ starts again on Monday. So, hey, but, when are you, you going to go to the uh, mental doctor? Uh, well, you know what? I've been crazy all my life, but, but I'm a good crazy. Okay? I'm, I'm a good crazy. <laughs> well, listen, if owning the Tesla stock hasn't put you, you know, got you really anxious, so you're going to be fine. Well, and again, Bart, listen, I appreciate you and Bender and Jeff Tanchek and the people I play pickleball with. They would all say to me, well, be careful with the Tesla, Marty. Be careful. Set your stop losses. Be yeah. careful. Don't fall in love. And I, I couldn't help it because, again, Bart, I'm not like you and Jeff Tanchek. You guys are, are pretty wealthy. And so you can be a lot more conservative with the stocks and stuff that you buy in. I had to be aggressive because I lost all my money from 2009 to 2018 when I finally got back in. And then I jumped in and I tried the CGCs, the uh, Canopy yeah. Growth Corp weed stock, yeah. and they 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 made love to me really good, and all of a sudden they stopped putting out, and then I lost a ton of money there, and then I got educated. But with Tesla, I got in at the right time when it when it was the hot, sexy stock. Yeah. I got in. Somebody told me about it at eight hundred, and I go, hey, you know, eight hundred dollars for no stock, and I waited until it got to nine eighty three, and that was just a couple of days later. So I got into 983 and went to 1744. I sold. I made my money. Then it came back down. I bought again at 1497. It went all the way up to almost $2,500 a share and split. I made my money. And then when I saw the bottom dropping out, I got out. Anyway, that's, that's uh, no here nor there. Let me t- ask you this because obviously talking about stocks, ETFs. You, you and uh, Jeff yeah. Tanchek. Uh, 19 Action News Meteorologist over at uh, 19, also Futures Trader, started telling me about ETFs. Jeff told me about them. Well, you told me about them a year or two ago, but I didn't listen. I was in love with the individual stocks. And then then, uh, Jeff Tanchek mentioned ETFs, and then you guys gave me and the audience training on ETFs. But now, I bought the Renaissance Group. It's about $51.78 a share, somewhere in there. I bought some shares. But Bart, my problem is... Tesla was giving me hundreds of dollars a day in profits. When I got these ETFs, this Renaissance gave me 27 cents one day. And the next right. day, they're 49 cents. And the next day, 63 cents. I'm 60, Bart. Is this normal for ETFs? And yes. do, do they ever have a normal, a, a big payday? Tell me about it. You're never going to get an ETF that uh, has the um, the movement in price that like a Tesla uh has I mean that's the design of an ETF is to spread the risk and to uh, like Jeff explained to us he had a very good analogy when he was on a couple of weeks ago where he said it's like buying an ETF is like buying a pizza that's yes. in, a, in a bunch of slices yeah you know one little slice of that pizza maybe Tesla stock 
And uh, when Tesla goes wild, just a little slice of the of the pizza ETF is gonna is gonna move because it's invested. Uh, the ETF is invested in a in a variety of stock, maybe, maybe hundreds of different uh, different shares of stock. So it's designed that way to keep the fluctuation uh, at a at a minimum. So there's not a lot of wild swings. You're never going to see hundreds of of points in movement um, uh, in a, in an ETF like you will in Tesla stock. Conversely, you're never going to see it crash either, uh, right. like Tesla Tesla may. It's designed as a long term investment and designed to keep. Um, keep uh the fluctuations uh at a minimum well but the problem like i said the problem is with me i was spoiled i was used to seeing tesla 215 dollars per share today and then tomorrow yeah. then the next day said so, oh what are you doing that you who oh uh, something's wrong with your phone it is yeah can you hear me okay now you're okay what were you doing Nothing. Okay, well, I'm, in, I'm sitting in my car. Oh, okay. I thought you maybe had some refried beans or something. I don't know what the hell was going oh. on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but listen, if you're addicted to that high that Tesla is going to bring you, I am. You're not gonna. You're not gonna see that in an ETF. I mean, I, I found that uh, out. That's why I yeah. sold. That's why I sold my ETFs right back off because, like I said, I'm 60. I don't have the wealth that you and Jeff. T- Tanchek has and the luxury that you guys can just sit there and be a lot more conservative, uh, uh, a lot less conservative, more conservative, and buy yeah. these ETS. Oh boy! <laughs> Why don't you hang up and call me right back? Um, wait, let me get okay. out of my car. Is this any oh, better? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm but outside in, now. Yeah, but anyway, I, that, that's my issue. I don't have the luxury or the time to make. Uh, two dollars and forty cents on twenty thirty shares. I don't have that kind of luxury. I need it to be. I don't need it as much as I used to because Tesla did very well for me, and I paid off my condo. But I can't take forty two cents and sixty nine cents. Well, then, you know, maybe uh, investing in ETFs is not for you. That's what I thought. So therefore, I got out. Now, when I have Tancheck, I think he's back again next week. Uh, I, he's probably going to yell at me, but I'm going to say, Jeff, I'm sorry, brother. I love you, but, but man, you know, listen, I, Marty, I, I'm not sure what to, uh, what the ETF you invested in. If it's a stock, the Renaissance Group, the Renaissance Group. Oh, yeah. If the, the IPO is actually IP, I mean the uh, the, uh, the the ticker is actually IPO. It's the Renaissance Group, and they've got they've got Unity in there. They've got Zoom in there, and the other reason why I was excited about them because as of today. Snowflake is entering in there into the Renaissance group. So I thought, ooh, this is going to be good. And then, but just remember, Marty, those Zoom and, uh, and, uh, and uh, Snowflake, those are just small pieces of the pizza. I remember am- that analogy. It's, you know, that's just a small piece. There's, there's probably you know, many, many more stocks in there that aren't going to be moving like, uh, like Snowflake and Zoom. Okay, but um, but now look but at listen, listen. There are ETFs. There are ETFs that maybe to your more to your liking because they are are very risky. I mean, you could buy an ETF, for example, um, in uh, that invests like in gold stocks, and it's triple leveraged. What that means if 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 the stocks that are it's in go up a dollar, that ETF is going to go up three dollars. Oh, there's like. 
there's three to one leverages, there's two to one leverages, um, and that that will. I mean, if you're looking for a high, that may be. I mean, we can. That may be a place for you you to go where you get an ETF that is very specific in its invested investments, probably small in the portfolio, and it's double or triple. Okay, uh, called. they they will they will borrow money to buy stocks. And the, the net result is that it, when it when it moves when the uh, underlying stocks move a uh, dollar, the ETF will move three dollars. Okay, because in I, either direction now you got to remember if it goes down right, a buck, if, right. if the underlings go down a buck, that ETF is going to lose three dollars. Oh, yeah. So, so you get the good end of it. But yeah, but if you're looking for that buzz, uh, there are ETFs that would still spread the risk, but actually give you uh, leverage where you can actually. You know, make three times your money um, based on or versus what the underlying stocks are doing. Okay, so real, real quick, uh, finally on this, and then I'll move to the next question. There is another one that I like, IXTTR. It's a technology select sector index. Now, they want $5,400, but they make like, you know, almost $100 a day. Okay, they uh, a few days ago they made one twenty three. Today they're up ninety right now, but the but the the stock is five thousand four hundred and thirty five bucks. So so that's the thing. That's the thing. Once I start getting up there again in yeah. savings and my uh, my investments into my fidelity, then maybe I'll look at a couple of those because I'm not a, I'm not afraid to stay away from the you know thirty two hundred dollar a share uh, Amazon stock. So hell. Go up another yeah. thousand. Go up another couple thousand, and uh, and get that. You know. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, yeah. I have no idea what that is. All right. So next question, real quick. Uh, I heard you and Jeff Tanchek also mention that September and October, I believe you said, were the months that are terrible months for the stock market. Why yeah. typically is that? Um, oh boy, uh, could be a number uh, number of reasons of why September is bad. One, you know, one of the things you got to remember is that you know the stocks. Um, the investors of stocks are human beings, and those they go on vacation just like you and I go on vacation. And a lot of them, a lot of them go on vacation in in August, July, August. Kids are out of school; they'll go on vacation in July and August. And you'll see activity, you know, usually go down in in August. And then these guys go come come back from vacation typically in September, and. Uh, you know, they may be sitting on some losses that they need to get rid of for tax purposes. Yeah. They come back from vacation, and all of a sudden they start unloading a bunch of stuff in September. Got you. I, th- I think that's that's one of the things that can happen um, is that these guys, um, if, they, if, they, if they're sitting on losses, they need to get rid of it by the end of the year. Uh, in order to take some tax advantages from the from the losses, and they start unloading in September. Gotcha. Also, uh, there are some mutual fund, a lot of mutual fund companies have a September thirtieth year end. They don't have a uh, a calendar year end. They have a fiscal year end September thirtieth. Okay. Consequently, they need to do do stuff um, by their year end. But again, to take some tax advantages. Get rid of to get rid of stuff that looks bad, like they've invested in some some loser stocks. Um, and I said, you know, we better get get this off of off of our books, so that people don't don't think we're crazy when they look at our <laughs> statements at the end of September. You know <laughs> okay. what I mean? Yeah. 
So it's called window dressing. They want to dress up things. They want to dress up things for when the financials are issued uh, at September 30th, and they're, they're going to get rid of a lot of the losing stocks. So that, that's why you'll see uh, in September uh, the market uh, go down more than most other months. And the other thing is um, it's, it's peculiar to this year uh, is the election. I mean, it, this is something that happens, obviously, all, only every four years instead of every year. But uh, the, the, the elections, I think a lot of a lot of people are like, they're, they're not sure who's going to win. They're right. not sure which way the markets are going to go if Trump wins versus Biden, et cetera. So they'll start, they'll start unloading stuff. They'll, they they want to they take risk out of their portfolio. Uh, they want to take election risk out of the portfolio. So that's another reason that in this particular year, September may be bad because they're, they're getting ready for the election. They don't want to be too exposed. Because they don't know who's going to win. Got you, got you. I right, real quick before we get to the last question, real quick talking to a financial. An, no, 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 you're still there. Financial analyst Bart Slack. You are fans of Chrissy and Carlita, and they are starting a show next Wednesday, Bart. Marty? Wednesday, yeah. You, can you hear me? Did I lose you? I had a feeling that was going to happen. Yeah. And, uh, you still there? All right. Well, that's bad radio. So I'm gonna hang up on you, Bart. Uh, because uh, the, something's happening with the phone last day. I have a sneaking suspicion because I lost internet. I was doing show prep about 11.15 this morning, getting ready for the show here at noon. I lost internet. And I know that a lot of times when there's high winds, and there's supposedly some high winds, I have my curtains drawn right now, so I can't really see outside, but there's supposed to be some high winds this afternoon, along with some rain and, and whatnot. And I have a feeling, because my phone line is also through my internet company, Wow Cable, and I have a feeling that that's why you're hearing those strange noises with the phone and all of that is because uh, these high winds are doing stuff to the, uh, the uh, satellites and stuff for Wow Cable, how, they're, how they get their signal. So I got a sneaky suspicion, Bart, uh, that that's what that is. But we'll get back to you next week. Real quick, like I said, next, uh, starting next Wednesday, we'll do a pilot show with Chrissy and Carlita. It is uh, Let's Chat with Chrissy and Carlita. Let's Chat with Chrissy and Carlita. Chrissy on the left, Chrissy Butcher. And, of course, on the right is Carlita Renee. Carlita Renee runs her uh, spa and bistro. And Chrissy is a model, a former model, and now a a very in-demand production assistant on large movies and reality shows and stuff like that in Hollywood. So once they get back to actually working, then these ladies, then uh, Chrissy will be going back out to California. But in the meantime, we're going to do a financial, um, financial, we're going to do Let's Chat with Chrissy and Carlita. They'll take your phone calls. They'll tell you about dating. They'll tell you about life and the things that you should and should not do uh, if you have any type of a chance of getting a hot girl like both of them and they both are single. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, let's get to your stock market update brought to you by God Doesn't Need a Badge by Rick Maruniak. God, you see it in the background. God Doesn't Need a Badge by Rick Maruniak. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, and other fine booksellers. All right, let's get your coronavirus update first. We have, uh, sorry. We have the coronavirus update. Shares of Regeneron Pharmaceuticals Incorporated were halted in late trading yesterday 
after the drug maker said its trial antiviral drug cocktail reduced the coronavirus load and the time needed to ease symptoms in non-hospitalized patients with COVID-19. Now, here's my issue, and I meant to ask Bart about this, but I forgot. If they said they had advancements in their clinical trial, why did they, the shares get halted and the shares went down? I don't particularly understand that. Uh, Inovio shares tumbled 33% Monday as their COVID-19 vaccine trial is put on hold. The hold is not due to an adverse event, which is what called what caused the phase three study for AstraZeneca's coronavirus 19 vaccine. Novavax, Moderna, and J&J all quiet. The latest reports say vaccines are not arriving until the first of the year or later. The interesting stock of the week. ChargePoint Incorporated, ChargePoint Incorporated, one of the world's oldest and largest electric vehicle charging networks, said last Thursday it will go public by merging with SwitchBank Energy Acquisition Corp in a deal that values the company at $2.4 billion. The deal is expected to close near the end of the year, and the company will be named ChargePoint Holdings Incorporated. And that's big because more and more car makers and truck makers are going to electric cars. My attractive stock of the week. This came out right after my last show a couple weeks ago, Peloton. Now, that makes a lot of sense. Peloton right now is trading at about 100 bucks a share. And you know about Peloton. It's the bicycle, and you can and you can act like you're going up mountains. you got the monitor on the, end of, on the front of the bicycle. And, of course, with people home and all the months that we couldn't go work out and everything, Peloton became very, very popular. And so their stocks right now is my attractive stock of the week. My weed stocks all quiet with nobody making a splash for their to make their stocks pop. The last time I checked CGC, they were down to like $14.55. Thank God I got out of that crap. Elon Musk's IPO for SpaceX Starlink business several years in the future when revenue growth is smooth and predictable. Tesla secures a massive order of Tesla semi-electric trucks from Walmart. Side Side note, by the way, Walmart is going to raise their paying staff up to about 30 bucks an hour. That's your stock market update. Listen, the last thing I could ever do is be a greeter at Walmart. Uh, number one, because of my the accident I had with my knees and tore my uh, uh, everything in my knees uh, back in 1998, Saturday morning, March 14th, 1998, tore everything in both of my knees. Long story, but I slipped on some black ice. So, uh, I can't stand for long periods of time. Now, when I'm playing pickleball, I can move and run and, and that kind of thing. Uh, kind of run. Uh, if you're chasing me with a gun, I might as well just stop and try to fight you because I can't really run that far. Uh, and hopefully you don't have a reason to shoot me. <laughs> or stab me or rob me or beat me. Okay? But <clears throat> my daughter... My, my adopted daughter, I didn't adopt her, but I raised her, so I call her my daughter. She got a job recently at, at Walmart, not Walmart, but Amazon, making $22.50 an hour. $22.50 an hour. She's on the shipping line. In other words, the packaging. When the item comes down, it tells you to put it in this box. You, she puts it in the box, the item, and then the box continues on to the next person who closes the box and puts the shipping label on it and sends it out to you. Well, Walmart is now going to start paying people 30 bucks an hour. That's pretty damn good. 
But again, if I'm going to work at Walmart, it ain't going to be the greeter person, okay? I, I can't do that because there's nothing pisses me off more than when I walk into Walmart and there's somebody go, how are you? And I just keep, uh, uh, I keep walking. I just want to get my stuff and leave. Yeah, hello, hello. How are you? Good morning. <laughs> leave me alone, okay? <laughs> but anyway, 30 bucks, uh, uh, 30 bucks. An hour is, is pretty doggone good. Uh, I told you earlier in the show I was going to talk about Tesla again, which I did kind of go over it with Bart. I, I am, yes, I am in love with Tesla. Now, do I believe the honeymoon is over right now between me and Tesla? Yes. Because after they came out, I was hold, I held on for a couple of things, three things. I held on because they, when they came out and they said that they had made money in the four fiscal four quarters and they were eligible for the S&P 500, I go, ooh, that's going to make the stock pop. But then the S&P said no to Tesla and would not let them in. Then I waited for the split. The split happened and I got, uh, hold on, uh, caller, I'll be with you in one second. The split happened and I was happy about that. And then the first day the split started trading on the market, I made uh, oh, sorry. I made uh, uh, a considerable amount of money when it started trading on October on August 31st. And then it started tanking and of course that Thursday was the big first market correction. And that was the third question that I wanted to ask Bart, which I'll probably save till next week. I'm still a little cloudy on the market correction. I I he talked about it being when I asked him about September and October being months that uh, the stock market supposedly does bad, and he explained it to me. He goes, there's, there's people out there who pull their money out, their mutual funds, blah, 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 blah. Well, that's my question on the market correction. Is the market correction a person or is it an algorithm? You have these analysts that will, that will uh, raise the stock price of a Tesla or any other company on the stock market, and sometimes they lower the price, and that causes the shares of the stock to go up or down. Is this the same thing that happens with the market correction? Does someone say, hey, Tesla is way too overvalued at $497 a share. It's time to tank them. But it ain't just Tesla that gets tanked. It's like everybody gets tanked. Uh, Amazon was up to 30, over $35.50 a share. And the next thing you know, they started losing hundreds of dollars a day in the market correction. So I just need a better understanding. Maybe I'll save it for Jeff Tanchek if he's on next week. I'm still trying to understand how this whole market correction works because I'm totally, totally unsure. Is it a person? Is it a process? Is it an algorithm? Who decides that it's time to make everybody lose their money, walk by the, the gambling tables and just rake all the cash off the table? Who is the people that do this? And how can they get away with it? Let me tell you about Goldberry Roasting Company Coffee. I made these uh, whole wheat bran muffins, and it's fantastic. Since I had my colon resection surgery, I can now have uh, uh, nuts again. So I put walnuts in my uh, wheat bran muffins, and I made them, and they were just absolutely delicious. One of my go-to foods. Now, I do that instead of buying the sugary stuff at the store. Uh, this is a lot more healthier for me, 
But the my point is the thing that I want the most with my wheat brand muffins with Walmart's is my Goldberry Roasting Company coffee. Mm, so delicious. I'm talking Brazil. I'm talking the uh, Kenya AA. Uh, there was the, uh, a couple of days ago. I just needed a pick me up. I was going to go swimming. And normally I don't do coffee before I go swimming. I like to wait until afterwards and I can enjoy it more. But I wanted to go and really have a nice workout on at the gym because I skipped Thursday last week. I just woke up and I was tired. I was going to do on Thursdays. I do pickleball and I do, but I do swimming first. And Thursday, I just didn't have it uh, for both. So I took off of swimming. So now I swim Tuesdays, Thursdays and Sundays. So now yesterday I wanted to go swimming. I went into the kitchen. I made me a pot of Goldberry Roasting Company coffee. I had some before I went on the swim, and I rocked, and then I went back home and had more Goldberry Roasting Company coffee. Go to the website right now, Goldberry Roasting Company coffee. So many people have fell in love with this coffee because it is absolutely delicious. Peach Cooper, the uh, CEO over there, the president of Goldberry Roasting Company coffee. Any questions you have about the different types of coffee that they have, GoldberryRoasting.com. GoldberryRoasting.com. Goldberry Roasting Company is some damn good coffee. And if you go there right now or anytime and you you uh, put in your order, put in the uh, coupon code Goldberry BST, Goldberry BST for Big Daddy Stock Tips, and you get 10% off your order. Goldberry Roasting Company. Step out of the box because it's some damn good coffee. All right, finally, uh, if you see that if you saw any stock market update, you saw me talking about Tesla secures a massive order of Tesla semi-electric trucks from Walmart. Uh, Amazon is already implementing electric trucks for their uh, deliveries. Now Walmart is, do is doing electric trucks. California is going to ban the sale of new gas-powered cars and trucks by the year 2030. Five. Now, of course, there's going to be a lot of pushback from the from the uh, uh, oil industry when this starts to happen. I would like to still be around. What would I be about 75 years old at that time? I, yeah, I'm hoping I'm still around. I'm playing pickleball. And I'm swimming. I plan to be here. I ain't getting no sex. So it's not like I'm gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> But anyway, you see that so many companies now, this tiny SPI energy Company skyrocketed 3,100% on Wednesday as it announced an electric vehicle venture. Electric vehicles are coming more and more. Now that Tesla is now out in the or, uh, or front, uh, in the forefront in what they're doing with their electric vehicles as well as everything else. Like I said earlier in the show, I was going to mention they, they, uh, they're going to try to have an IPO for their Starlink, which is going to be a uh, satellite internet company. They're going to, I, I just know it, they're going to compete with the, uh, the DirecTVs and uh, Spectrum and Qualcomm and all these other internet company providers. I'm telling you, Tesla is going to be an internet service provider at some point. So I'm going to watch them. Yes, I've fell, I've fell in, falling out of love with Tesla right now. But at some point, I will probably, unless something happens uh, dramatically and all of a sudden the stock just tanks about two, three hundred dollars a share. I'm going to go back to Tesla, but just like Nvidia, I'm going to wait until it starts being sexy again. Because I noticed it in the stock market. But you got to be disciplined. 
People like the sexy stock. And when all the press came out about Snowflake and Unity Software, even though Unity's down about $4 a share right now, sons of bitches, um, I wait now. Just like what De- Jeff Tanchek told me, wait, don't jump in. A hit first into Snowflake while it's up to 280 bucks. There's going to be a pullback, and there was. Came back down to about 219 uh, a share, and I didn't jump in then. I was hoping it would come back below 200 It did not. Now it's about 260 I believe, a share. That's okay. There's going to come another time where you're going to have a downturn, and I'm going to jump in, but I'm going to wait until hopefully it gets down below 200 bucks a share, and then I will consider getting back to that. Lastly, before I go, I'm laying there one day, and I do a lot of my research when I'm laying in bed doing nothing, watching reruns of Two and a Half Men. I said to myself, I'm on the back nine of my life and I'm have I am I am enjoying the hell out of every day of my life. I look forward to waking up every day, but particularly having that colon resection surgery did wonders for me. It really did. And now I can eat, you know, I can have a burger every now and then. I have steak. I had Delmonico the other day. I bought a Delmonico steak, two like one was like an uh, eight ounce. They was wrapped in the same package. One was like an eight ounce. One was a six ounce of Delmonico steak. And it was like $6.63. I thought somebody was nuts. So I bought it. And it was absolutely freaking delicious. I put some teriyaki on there. I put a little garlic seasoning on there. A little garlic glaze on there. So I had teriyaki garlic glaze steak. Delmonico steak. I'm telling you, best thing I've ever had in my life. I'm enjoying my life. I keep saying that I want to put a female back in my life, but I'm not sure that I do because I'm 60 and I'm kind of set in my ways. But I do miss the company of a female. But other than that, my life is fantastic. Ever since I had that colon resection surgery, I can eat the things that I like, especially my Haagen-Dazs butter pecan ice cream. Woo! I'm going to have that too. I'm going to, I, I crumble up those Nature Valley honey and oats granola bars. I crumble them up. I beat them on the table in the package and it's all crumbled up and then I crumble that over my Haagen-Dazs butter pecan ice cream. Oh, you talking about you have not lived, people. I love you guys. Anyway, all right. I'll see you guys next Wednesday. So good to be back. Don't forget, next Wednesday, we will have Let's Chat with Chrissy and Carlita. 8 p.m. next Wednesday night right here on the Rogue Radio Network. It'll probably originate from Chrissy's page, and then we'll share it on all the other pages. Don't forget my main man, Gary Lee. I think Gary Lee started his own page group now as well, but he does uh, Podcasting Dangerous over on the Savage MMG Network. Just Google it uh, uh, in your web browser or on Facebook. Just uh, uh, search for uh, Savage MMG Network or Podcasting Dangerous to get their show. I believe he's on uh, tomorrow night from 6 to 8 p.m. Tomorrow night from 6 to 8 p.m. Tomorrow night I will be making cheeseburgers for Chrissy and Carlita. They're coming over. We're going to talk about the logistics of the show, technical logistics, creative diff- creative logistics on the show as we get prepared for their pilot next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Have a fantastic day. It looks like it may be windy out there. I don't think I'm going to go play, play any evening pickleball. So I'm going to enjoy the rest of the day. I got me some salmon. I got me some brown rice. So I'm going to go in there and make me some brown rice and some salmon. And I'm going, and of course, 
I'm going to make my elixir with my super greens formula and my kale powder and my blueberry powder and my uh, apple cider vinegar with the mother and the lemon juice and everything else. I love you guys. Bye.